Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. We took a week off. Everything was getting really busy, and we just couldn't make it work last week, Steve. And I apologize to you and our viewers. Listeners? You can listen uh, and watch we, on well, YouTube. Yeah, we go on YouTube, so we do have viewers, I guess. Both. Viewers and listeners. But we're back. This is episode number 179, going live for patrons on March 8th, 2021. March 10th for everyone else. If you didn't know, it's a weekly show covering all the games, main Canada, and the people who create them. My name's Steven, spelled PH. A, so you think it's Stefan, because that makes sense phonetically, but it's not Stephen. And join me, of course, Stephen with a PH and E, but we say Steve, so it's Stephen, Stephen. That way no one gets confused and no one's ever been confused ever. Yo, what up? I had a terrible week, Steve. It's been super busy at work. Oh, no. The computer shit itself, and then my PS4 shit itself. Oh, no. Then, you're, you're, wait, your PS4? Yeah, it was like, well, I finally got into it, but like it was one of those things where like the power went off at my building. Oh, yeah, also the power was off my building for like two days. Which, yeah, but yeah, it's been a terrible week. Just, you know that, that kid's book, like, no good, terrible, dirty, rotten, very bad day? Yeah. Yeah, that was my why week. Are you, why are you messing with the PS4? Well, it's fine now, but, like, it it was in rest mode when the power went off, and then it mm. was, like, wasn't building, it, like, rebuilds the database or whatever, when you turn it back on, it wasn't doing that. So I, like, held the power button for seven seconds, and then t- came back on, and then it kind of did it really slowly, but then I got in, and then I played the new season of Fall Guys, and it's okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played some Cuphead on PS4 too. It's a good game, Steve. Okay, you keep saying you PS4, what. but like, are, why aren't you playing on PS5? Oh, because Tori's using the TV. I don't oh, okay, I got. Okay, I'm I'm following now. I have a little monitor left of like my desktop monitor that I have this my my Switch and PS4 plugged into. Although you can stream the PS5 to the PS4 now, but that just seems like so much work. I'll just play a PS4 game. Can you stream the PS5 to the Vita? No, right? No way. They haven't updated the Vita firmware since like. 2014 2015 wait so then could you stream the ps5 to the ps4 and then the ps4 to the vita Ooh, now we're asking two two big questions steve <laughs> someone i'm surprised i haven't seen that yet because that's very funny if you can you i've seen people like you use the hdmi in on an xbox one and you can like plug your switch in and then play the xbox play the switch through the xbox yeah i saw that i saw uh when Mar- super mario world 3d world came out i saw i remember people playing that on the xbox one quote unquote or whatever mm-hmm. what a weird why would they what was the purpose of that like well the hdmi in was for your 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 cable box that was what it was for oh uh, but see. it was it just functioned as an hdmi in and like a pass-through so you could plug anything into it right right. it was the all-in-one steve it was going to replace all the boxes under your tv with an xbox one i appreciate that but not it's not really i'm not really stressing about all the like boxes and shit i have by the way, I just uh, I just downloaded Apex Legends again because the update came out, didn't it? Uh, that was a couple weeks ago, season not eight, eight, yeah. But I can play I can play solo though, right? Oh yeah, I don't know if that was that patch is live yet. Um, that was just in some patch notes. But yeah, they added a you can queue up solo, which thank God, Steve, because one of the most annoying things, especially on PC, is you'll launch. I play a game of duos. We drop. They immediately peel off. They don't go where I pinged. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll go with them. And then we land and they just take off. And I'm like typing in the chat. I'm like, "Hey, where are you going?" And they're like, "Oh, I play Lone Wolf." And I'm like, "Go play a different game then." And they're like, "No, the only way to get good at Apex is to play by yourself." And I'm like, "Well, everyone you play with will just hate you." And they're like, "Yep, it's too bad." And like, oh my god! <laughs> like, so I'm now there's a mode for loners and people who don't want to let down their team when their daughter needs their attention. And I'm Thank glad you. that mode exists. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you're differentiating me from the other people because that is 100 percent the reason why that's yeah that's why like i basically don't play apex legends because if sophia's like up and about 
I just don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the exactly. reason our team loses. Loses. I don't want to be the I'm, team. I'm usually even when you need to take care of Sophia. I'm usually the reason our team loses. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the reason our team loses based on Sophia. I'm fine with being the reason I lose because of my lack of skill. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. It does more often well. than not. <laughs> so, but you know something that is good this week, Steve. Um, Canadian games. I don't know. I was going to set up our patrons, our amazing patrons. Oh, right. Always backed us, always got their support over at patreon.com slash devs. If you want to join them, you can get two-day early access to the podcast, Discord perks, game key giveaways, discounts for Canadian gaming events, shout-outs at the end of every episode, and the knowledge that helping us keep the lights on. Although there's no real overhead, I do most of my work with the lights off. The lights are like the sight. You keep I live the sight on. on. Yeah. I mean, I live with my mom now, so I, I also have no overhead, so... Yeah, we're we're both streamlining the Canadian game devs economy. Uh, what's what do you call that? But books. Anywho, what? you uh, can uh, check all those out. And at our top tier, we will plug anything you want at the top of every show. Like our main man Eric Beer. Check out thebotbook.com, the B-O-T book for all their work. They're getting ready for Game Slice 2021. Looking for partners. Uh, so if you want to sponsor the event, if you're a big company and you're listening to this podcast first, thank you, welcome. Second, you should go ask Eric if there's any sponsor spots left for Game Slice 2021. All digital this year uh, you might see us there in some capacity isn't that right steve mm-hmm. 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 i also at the top of the show of course want to plug all the ways you can support the indigenous movements across this land land back land ontario uh they were having a charity uh no one of those like uh, auctions to raise money so they're giving away art and you know different things the community had created uh with suetin and bc still fighting against the um, pipeline our prime minister's building there was one good onion article it was like justin trudeau tearfully chains himself to keystone xl pipeline uh, i'm messing up the punchline but it was a good photoshop good work onion uh in the micmac out here in nova scotia uh something happened and i was i wasn't able to fully read the news story but i believe they are let me let me go over to google news here um nova scotia micmac unified in t- opposition to the moderate livelihood rules a lawyer who represents the micmac for decades uh has um unified the group's opposition to conditions set this week by the federal government for how the micmac or micmac should be doing their fishing so it looks like they're gearing up for a legal challenge there well they have a lawyer good for them we have a lawyer too everyone should get a lawyer. oh yeah that's right oh we're we're big time um, so if you want us to help the Mi'kmaq Chiefs, link, top of the show notes. And uh, Night of the Indigenous Devs, of course. If you want to help Indigenous people by supporting their art, that's another way to do it. There's lots of ways to support. Steve, we got too many jobs on the site. That's not true. We oh. could always have more. But we have a lot. Wait, yo, if you want a job in the <laughs> game you want a job, industry. If you want a job in the games industry, boy, oh boy, let me plug some of these for you, Steve. Sago Mini, still looking for a data engineer and Unity game developer as well as talent acquisition manager. That's at Toronto. Uh, they are also looking for interns who are paid, Steve. Be a paid intern for Sago Mini. They have a cute logo. Popreach is looking for a lead game programmer and a senior game designer, as well as a user acquisition manager and product manager out of their Vancouver office. Sleeping Giant Interactive is still looking for a character animator rigger in Toronto. Stitch Media is still looking for a Unity game developer. Dark Slop Jobs is looking for a senior and lead Unreal Engine 4 VR game developer. Why don't you tell me a little bit about this job, Steve? New one on the site. It's dark. It's dark slope. Dark slope. <laughs> oh no! Now we sound terrible. You misspelled it in the. Do- Let the record show. 
it's dark slope but steve missed the e so i said dark slop and i'm like oh that's kind of a weird name for a studio but i just rolled with it so <laughs> real tight shippy run here it was it was 100 percent my fault <laughs> Tell uh, me yeah let me just kind of pull it they actually they actually did like the posting for me like the little preview so dark slope studios is on the hunt for passionate collaborative game developers to help us create our next batch of exciting new vr titles we're currently hiring a contract senior uni- uh, unreal engine for vr game developer and full-time permanent lead Unreal Engine for VR game developer. Um, so you can go to, it'll be on the site, CanadianGameDevs.com slash jobs. That's where all these jobs are. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're based in Toronto. I, and I always try to see if there's like, a, if they're remote now or whatever, but you can just like kind of look into that. But basically Unreal Engine VR. If that's your if that's your thing, then there's a, a role there for you. So We also want to plug uh, lead Unity developer uh, who will be doing some programming at Toby Dixon's new studio, famous Toronto game, indie artist of Nidhogg and Atomic Crops fame, started a new studio, Furcola, F-U-R-C-U-L-A, and is looking for a lead Unity game developer with a lot of experience with Unity and programming to come work on their debut solo project. I guess it's not solo because you're helping them. Debut project they're in charge of? Let's go with that. <laughs> and lastly, Steve, Bitwise Alchemy. They're based in the U.S., but they're they're hiring remote, so it's, okay. it, this is open for U.S. and Canadian. So they're hiring uh, a senior engineer, um, and they're usually it says on their website they're usually attached to a client's project, so AAA studio gaming adjacent project like a simulation uh, or a gaming startup f- for the first prototype. Um, and in general, so they're they're looking yeah for people who kind of have experience with Unreal Engine for uh, experience with graphics optimization, networking, and multiplayer backend uh, service development, just a, you know, a, a software engineer that kind of like has all the tricks of the trade. So it's fully remote um, and it's open to Canadian and US and they really stress like the non, you know, crunch hours and stuff like that. So it's probably a good opportunity for uh, a few of you out there. These are all on the site, canadiangamedevs.com slash jobs and in the show notes. I put it everywhere. You can check it out. Join our Discord, we post them there too. And also other people kind of look to collab there. We have a look in the collab channel. That's not paid, guaranteed or anything. But, you know, if you're working on a project and you want some help, that's a good channel to be in. Mm-hmm. Steve, i got two events to plug. The March Speaker Social, three actually, is coming back from Dames Bank Games uh, Saturday, March 13th at 5 p.m. Uh, they got some speakers coming in to talk, of course, via, I assume, Zoom. Uh, but the Eventbrite is still up. Tickets are still available. Um. Oh shoot! I missed this one. Dirty Rectangles is coming back. They have a talk. I'm pretty interested. In. I'm gonna try and tune into this if my computer doesn't continue to demolish itself. Uh, March 10th. Uh, so the day this goes live for everyone else, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, they will have a talk featuring Kara Stone, Jeremy Penner, Josiah Wilkinson, Jonah Davidson. Dayidson, D-A-Y-I-D-S-O-N. That's kind of cool. I'm interested to hear Kara Stone talk because I've been following them on Twitter for a while. They're pretty cool. They oh, are going to yeah. be talking about... Um, hold on. What were you going to say, Steve? I just wanted to make sure I know. I remember who Kara Stone is. Yeah, Kara Stone used to live in Toronto, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they went to California, I think, to teach. Yeah. Uh, a, sustain, a sustainative support from digital creations doomed by their capitalist origin, only able to offer up corporate productivity culture as a digital medicine. I don't know what that means. I'm going to go tune in this talk and find out. 
That sounds right up your alley, to be perfectly honest. It does. <laughs> and lastly, Steve, XP Game Developer Summit has returned after COVID sort of kicked them in the butt <coughs> last year. They're back, April 8th, 2021. Uh, there'll be presentations, workshops, the game showcase, and a mentorship program as well as job fair. All of that, XP Game Summit. Oh, no, no, no. XPSummit.ca. This will be in the show notes too under events. You can check out all those events and more. CanadianGameDevs.com slash events. I guess uh, Game Slice is happening as well. Oh, but that's in like September. You got time. You got time. Right, you can't awesome. even get tickets yet. We'll, we'll we'll let you know when you can. We'll let you know when you all need right. to worry about. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll need. We'll let you know when you need to worry about game slice. <sighs> all right, Steve. I got some news for you this week. Mighty Fight Federation. It's out now. You're going to tell me about it when we talk about what we've been playing. But for those who don't know, it's a 3D throwback arena fighter from Ontario-based Komi Games. This is out now on Steam and PlayStation consoles. Led by the creative visionaries behind User Words, Way of the Pacifist, and some classics like Eternal Darkness and Metagross Solid Twin Snakes. Features local and online multiplayer with 13 characters. And I believe... And, uh, they, yeah, they just announced a new one from the Bloodstone. Or what is... Uh, what was well, the, they, the Castlevania guy? Oh, like, Bloodstain. Bloodstain. Yeah, yeah, there's a character from that game. That's pretty hype. Because they, they already have Toe and Earl. They have Ukulele. And now Ukulele. they're getting Anime Girl from Bloodstained. I think there's a third one. That's crazy. Good for them. Out yeah. of early access on Steam, launching on PS4 and PS5. No easy task, Steve, I tell you. What? They got some good good gifts in the Steam description, too. Oh, it's, it's a it's a really thematically like great like great experience is what I'll say. Like the way they set up their pages and, and all that stuff and, and the game itself, like it's really like so colorful and cool. Like the website's really neat. I actually I I bought it and I also said i would get the platinum but mm-hmm. i actually haven't like played it yet like i just sort of downloaded it and uh and, and bought it or whatever and it's on my queue but i actually like haven't dived in yet so mm-hmm. i won't i won't be talking about it later but i'm excited to dive into it it looks okay. really, really cool next week you'll let us know what you think maybe i can yeah, get it we play together because it's got online co-op it's on um it, it's i currently it did have a ps plus like discount or whatever so mm. it was like 20 bucks when i bought it or like Ooh, I'll, yeah. I'll i'll totally get that we could play some <laughs> talk about it on the stream I mean, talk about yeah. on the podcast. I did. Stream. Oh, and you can stream it. I could, yeah. I got the technology. Um, Steve, another game coming out from a Canadian developer, Soco Dice. It's coming to Switch. Mm. It's eight bucks. Let me tell you about it. It's a puzzle game where you navigate dice through mind-boggling levels to match the number of dice with the number on a designated line. Now, it's really hard to describe puzzle games on a podcast on on an audio format. Steve, are you familiar with that old? Um, web-based game where like you were flipping that block and you had to land it at like it was like 3d isometric view and you were like flipping this block back and forth to try and get it to land perfectly upright in the hole at the end yeah it's kind of like that but there's dice and there's spaces on the ground that say like one or five and you got to get the dice to land so the face value is the space it's landing on so if the space is one whoop i hit my mic you have to land with a one on the top of the die does that make sense yeah Okay, I think I think that's a good way to describe it. It looks great. I, I loved that game when I was a kid. I played a lot of that in class. Don't tell anyone. Sh- and <laughs> you know what's you know what Steve? You know what uh, Nintendo has given me the ability to do on this website? Oh, huge! <laughs> the ability to add it to my wish list, which I will absolutely be doing right Nintendo now. Nintendo does what Sony don't. Nintendo does what Sony don't. How do you like that? Uh, who's currently in charge of Sony? I don't know. I lost track after Cash or whatever the- left. Yeah, all the like, all the like primary uh, PS4 people have kind of left, right? Mm, Shoe's still there. Oh, that's true. You're right. Shoe, shoe, shoe. God bless you, Hey Yoshida, our Lord and Savior. Good man. I met him once. No way. Where? 
At TGS. Oh, TGS. You were in Tokyo? Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. We we went to Tokyo in September of whatever year it was, 2016 or something like that. Huh. And I I interviewed... Uh, it's when Runbo was like being ported to Japan. Or That's ported awesome. In Japan, sorry, on Wii U. Translated, right? Yeah, because I guess back then... I don't know if this is still the case, but back then, even... Um, even on Wii U, like eShop, you still need a publisher. And so mm-hmm. they had to, so they couldn't self publish it. So they got like a Japanese publisher and then like they would help with the translation stuff. Mm-hmm. So I interviewed uh, Alex at 13 Games. Um, and then like I just stuck around and, and then I was following, you know, I followed Shu on Twitter and he said he was there on the show floor. So I just kind of briefly met him and told him I love him. And then I bounced. That's awesome. Sure. I have an outstanding uh, friend request that has, you know how it shows on the PS4, like, when it's like in their box and they haven't deleted oh, yeah. it or anything. Yeah. At USC. It's, still, <laughs> it's, it's just sitting sure. there. Pending friend request. I'm sure he got like the 2000 in a day instantly and then just didn't go through any of them. So shoot. Add me on, add me on PSN. You think he could just like submit a ticket to like the IT team and just be like, you know, run a script to just friend all these nerds. Well, then they switched the PS4 thing. So now it's like you follow people because there were too many celebrities. Mm. yeah i hate that and they're the recommend it's just like follow game over greggy i'm like no i don't, no, I don't no, need to follow this fucking guy every single no, I place on, on the internet He's also funny. follow us on twitter and facebook and discord and join all that stuff yes <laughs> another game steve's out this week from a canadian studio procrastacube great name avoid your responsibilities by jumping over them in this fast-placed endless runner sounds like a great oh. time i would like to do that both digitally and in real life unbearable st- unbear a bull studio is based in Halifax. Sorry. I don't know why I took so much time to pronounce unbearable. <laughs> uh, it's currently got uh, five stars, 14 reviews, Ooh. simple, fun, addicting, endless runner, uh, excellent, uh, platformer helps you procrastinate. Easy to learn, tough to master, fun little game. Uh, there you go. Procrastic nice. cube. Uh, I think it's also on, nope, just Google play at the no, moment, it's, but that's yeah, just okay. The next one's on both, but next yeah. one's on both. And lastly today, Steve from a Toronto studio, kimono uh they were in our discord hanging out saying hey check this out and i did i downloaded it steve it's cute oh did you i'm going to download it right now actually design kokeshi dolls and dress them in custom kimonos design for the season customize animated kokoshi dolls to wear them there are so many options with your elegant cute unique doll collection um also five stars eight reviews Love this dress-up game. My 11-year-old and I play it on my iphone and her on the ipad we make mini versions of ourselves in colorful kimonos creative relaxing and fun oh that's cute. So that's from uh, Sticky Brain Studios in Toronto. So you can check out those. All of those will be under the no, no, no. Oh my God, Steve. News in the show Wait, there's, notes. But there's one more. Did I miss one? Oh, you missed it. Because you oh, no. also gave me, you 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 kind of, uh, you, you. I don't know if you, you criticized the, the title of the article that I did. Oh, hit me. Uh, basically that Anthem. Oh my God. How did I, I've already forgotten about Anthem. So so does everyone. Yeah, uh, so Anthem, Bioware announced, I don't know when it was, last week, this week, that they're done with Anthem. That, hmm. you know, the game will be online for the foreseeable future, probably for a while, because I'm sure it has a somewhat decent yeah. uh, player base, just because yeah. it's on EA Access. Um, and shit like the original Destiny and stuff is still online, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're they're done. They're not working. They're working on this Destiny Next or whatever it was, and Anthem and Next. See, even you Anthem, said Destiny. Oh yeah, that's right. Anthem Next. Come uh, on, Steve. They wasted two years of of whatever um, of trying to update it. And apparently, it wasn't 
good enough and they're just like ah fuck it and now they're that team is just going moving on to star wars mass effect and dragon age so you know another interesting bioware news um i wanted to talk about with you because they revealed that dragon age 4 was gonna have some sort of online live oh service yeah component so <laughs> it was gonna, gonna be jason schreier i think tweeted that yeah, I got his uh, I got his article up here. Electronic Arts removes multiplayer mode from Dragon Age game in Big Pivot, as reported February 25th. EA has made a major pivot on the next game in the popular Dragon Age series, allowing the developers to remove all planned multiplayer components from the game. Uh, blah blah blah. But the interesting thing is they cite uh, Jedi Fallen Order's success with no multiplayer microtransactions or anything at all as mm-hmm. a reason that they're doing this. And Anthem's failure, right? Uh, let me see if they cite that. I, I thought they. Here. I thought that was maybe that was just Jason sort of like saying like, oh, on the mm, on the no, heels right. of Anthem. Okay. So so according to people familiar with the matter, EA was stung by uh, Anthem, their recent multiplayer flop. Uh, they have transformed their uh, development into a fully single player game. So yeah, it is a response to that. You're right. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I. Yeah. I um, I mean that's cool. I I think. I I just more so um the concern is more so that they're changing focus like I don't know if this late is the right phrase cuz who the hell knows when Dragon Age 5 is supposed to come in but like they, they said planned- no wait we we have a we have a release window it was like between April 2021 and April 2022 is when they want it out the door so in the next year yeah essentially so my concern I guess is just like you you spend all this time and you have this focus and you're like, okay, this is a live service game. Here Mm -hmm. are the things that we're going to have. And then like, not at the finish line, but you're 75% of the way through. And now you're like changing the focus. And I'm like, is it now just going to suffer because there's still sort of this remnants of, um, of like a single player of a live service stuff in it. Sort of similar to how Avengers had like really good, like single player, kind of story but then the like live service stuff was kind Mm. of shitty because they shoehorned it in so i'm wondering so you think that's like a reverse in this situation yeah just more so that they've changed the focus of the project is Mm. is just the like concern and if it's coming out like if if it was still like three years out then i don't think it'd be an issue but if it's like a year away and they've now changed a major it's not like it's not like they did this little thing they've basically made it from live service to single player (laughs) so it seems big i'm excited for dragon age and I would have been excited for live service. I like these games, mm-hmm. um, but you know, well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. We haven't even fucking seen the game yet. Anyways. No, there's so. no gameplay. We saw <laughs> that. Um, what was that? The Game Awards when that like bald elf guy talked and Twitter got really horny. Oh yeah, everyone loves him. He blew up the church, so everyone's kind of they, nice. They're on his, they're on his dick a little bit. Respect all the all the atheists like kind of. Well, the church is like super racist and, and evil in the game. In the game, right, right. Uh, that's it for the news <laughs> this week. Uh, these will all be in the show notes as well. All right, Steve, I got some wish lists for you. It's been we took a week off, but that's okay. We're back. I got three games, nicely spread out. No, I'm kidding. They're all in Montreal again. Uh, oh well, did you did you wish list Soko Dice and so did I on Switch, right? Did you play? Yeah, but I'm not. I, I I took a note. The people okay. have heard that sound effect by now, but that's not part of the okay. wish list. This Soko okay, Dice might actually by the time we do another wish list, it'll be out. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Anywho, Ooh, first lip Steve. First. Oh yes. Wait, we've done this. No, no, we haven't. Okay, no, sorry, we didn't. No, we covered sorry. it in sorry. the <laughs> news, but now I want to give it its rightful place in the wish list. This segment, Steel Assault, which is being developed by Zenovia, who are based in New York City, but 
as announced last year, published by Tribute Games in Montreal. This is their first published title. They've previously developed and released Flint Hook, um, Mercenary Kings, Panzer Paladin. Uh, Panzer Paladin. Huge, huge fan of that 2020 game. In Steel Assault, Steve, quote, punch, whip, and zip line through a post-apocalyptic America in this 16-bit retro-style action platformer. Play as Taro Takashi. Nope. Takahashi, a resistance soldier <laughs> on a revenge mission against the dictator who lords over the ashes. Too real, too real. This looks strange. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're like four years away from that. Yeah, this is this isn't this is a uh what is this? Post apocalypse. Yeah, this is a post twenty twenty three election, twenty twenty four election <laughs> game. That's what this is. Steve, this looks right up your alley. Tell me tell me how this how this trailer is hitting you in the in the soul. Uh, I'm I'm so excited. I didn't know it was post-apocalyptic. I can never say that word despite being like my favorite genre. Um, and I I or at least I forgot about that. So I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, it looks it looks very similar to like Mega Man X and stuff on the SNES. Mm. Um, and it looks really fast and fluid. Uh, and the the one little kind of uh gameplay mechanic that I'm really digging is this like hook shot thing where you kind of make a like um you 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 span out both like left and right it's and you create, it's, like, it's the batman's Batclaw zip line you know yeah and he uses it yeah exactly and so that looks really really sweet i can't wait to see that um a little bit more but this game looks fucking awesome and tribute games like they're they're on fire i gotta get back to panzer paladin because i was really digging that game it was just like wait it was just hard and i was in the mood for like a hard game i was just mm-hmm. like oh man this game's kicked my ass same with like cyber uh cyber shadow cyber shadow yeah dude i streamed panzer paladin i took like an hour and a half to get past one level it was brutal yeah so i don't know if this will be difficult um it looks hard but i mean Mm -hmm. it's all it's all relative to but this looks fucking awesome so good i have to ask when's it out 2021 2021 is steel assault published by tribute games montreal quebec on your steam wish list yes it is oh there's a demo yeah, they had one. Uh, I think they left up since the Steam oh, the, Game um, Festival. Mm. Mm. Wait, I can't. Wait, Can where, where, does it, where does it say if there's a demo? Well, sometimes they make the demo a separate Steam page. So let me see. It doesn't look that's the case. Oh, they might have taken it away. Yeah. Uh, wait. Okay. Yeah, they might have taken it away. All right, that's fine. I'll that's wait. fine. Oh, they, they got GIFs in the Steam description. They do. There. They have a really oh, hot Steam GIF. description. GIF and I like when they make... Uh, the background the same color as the steam background so it looks mm. like it pops out you know art of rally still my favorite steam page ever did that with like the car and like came out of the steam page yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was good it. shit that was good Th- shit. i guess this is this is one gif but it shows two different areas so it's like and the mechanic it, you were talking about yeah oh yeah that's yeah, it's awesome. good that looks good like gift. a boss fight oh it's good it's, shit. Good, it's a good gif Next game today, Steve, Fractured Veil with some developers in Montreal, Quebec. It's releasing to be determined. Quote, Live out the apocalypse in a paradise and discover what remains of Lahania. Build your base, explore, craft, survive, and keep the Aloha state of mind. This looks like an Unreal Engine game if I've ever seen one, but that's okay. It's coming to early access this year. (laughs) It's got online co-op action, base building. Could this be Valheim, but for zombies and Tropical Island? Probably not, because Valheim's like unprecedented success, but... I still believe in their abilities. I'm looking down here in the Steve in the Steam page, Steve. Look, this guy's made a crossbow out of a ukulele. The front of the ukulele is where you like <laughs> notch the arrow and then you pull it up the the frets and, and oh, then lock man. the thing in the back. <laughs> if this amazing. game has like 
crazy dead rising crafting stuff like that that would be cool no dead right no yeah dead rising that's the one where you're using all like like a lawn riding lawnmower and stuff yeah oh it has co-op as well yeah co-op and online that's a challenge tell you what what do you think steve um yeah like actually i started playing uh what was that fucking what was that xbox zombie game that's like open world and xbox that's dead rising isn't it no no, no, no. It's, it's oh, State dead. of Decay, State of Decay two, State of Decay. Yeah, I started playing State of Decay, so this is like bringing up that kind of stuff, which uh, which I dig. I like the zombie stuff and mm-hmm. and uh, building building and whatnot. So this is looks looking pretty sweet. It is looking pretty sweet. They got mm-hmm. gifts and Steam. Page. Oh, it's early access too. So when's well, it's going to launch in early access, and then they said uh, they'll be focusing on sixteen to twenty four months. This isn't a oh. cash grab. We are and will be in this for the long haul to build one of the best survival games the community has ever seen big big commitment there in the in the steam description yeah two years two years of early access is pretty steep i mean this game is still looking pretty sweet for something that's coming out in early access and still has two years of development ahead of it so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it works for we've seen it work which is why i think oh my god so they do uh (laughs) they do um at the top of steam pages you can do like live streams now and they have one that's just an ai drone feed live from inside the world of fracture veil and looks like it's just this camera that just goes around like a map they've set up and just like zooms in on things which is very funny it's like uh those people who set up youtube channels at like aquariums to like just watch the jellyfish but it's just watching their open world game (laughs) the animals that's good that's good i haven't seen that that's really funny I gotta ask Steve. Is Fractured mm-hmm. Veil vale, probably developed with some devs in Montreal, Quebec on your Steam wish list? This is. Excellent. Last game today on wish list. This also comes at us from Montreal. Run Prop Run by Play Together Studio. It's releasing in 2021. Quote Run Prop Run is an eight player prop hunt hide and seek game with platforming skills and crazy game rules. Join the hunter's army to seek props or disguise as random objects to deceive each other. <laughs> Steve, have you ever played Prop so Hunt? No, is this a, is so, this like this a, is a really popular uh, multiplayer game? I think it started with Gmod, which was like a Source Engine game, but the then Source it came Engine to like game? Call of Duty. They have one in Cold War. Basically, the premise is you play as a prop so like they're an easel or a lamp or a box or something and then you run around and stay still and the hunters go around and try and figure out what's a prop and what's not what's like a person and what's like just an object in the game world and (laughs) and this looks like a game that just goes and takes that to the extreme because in call of duty you're just like random things from the environment like a box or a chair or tv or something yeah in this you're, so there's the hunters who have like guns and slanty eyebrows indicating they're angry, and then there's the props, which is like a tire, a lamp, a box. So how do you? How can you tell if something is a prop or not? Like, does it have that's the eyes? it? Well, you can in in Call of Duty or Gmod too. You like shoot them, and if they start to take damage, they're a prop, and they run and like go around a corner and try and hide again. Or they can swap which prop they are, which you have like a limited amount of uses. You can do that. Oh, and I see. If you get their health bar to zero, you take them out. And if all the props are eliminated, <laughs> you win. Just seeing the lamp like run away. <laughs> this looks funny, right? <laughs> looks good. Uh, and so, can, there's, so there's googly there's a, eyes on everything too. You can customize. I saw like briefly a customize your, your prop screen, which is funny. Yeah. Is there, so wait, you said this is also like a Call of Duty mode or something? Or? Yeah, they, they have a prop hunt. They added it to Cold War. I played it last month two months ago with some friends it, w- it was in the nuketown map and it was for like christmas so like there was like presents you would hide under the tree or like 
candy canes and you like stick up in the lawn and you would run around. That's funny. I haven't, I haven't seen this yet. That's, that's cool. This is a good show. <laughs> the, so the big funny. googly eyes on the props kill me. Yeah. Online co-op, online PVP, cross-platform multiplayer. Oh, wow. Oof. Big commit. Big commit from Play Together Studio. I mean, that's their studio name, Play Together. So they're, they're clearly, they, they care yeah. about that. And this still has a demo up on the Steam page. You can play it's the demo it. right now. It's planned for Q2 2021, which I think is April to June. Yeah. Yeah, April to June. So mm-hmm. this spring, run, prop, run. I would like to play this with Steve because he's never played a prop hunt game before, and I think he'd have a good time. I got to ask Steve. It's prop hunt. No, run, prop, run, exclamation point, on your Steam wish list. <laughs> yes, it is. Excellent. That's it for wish list this. I got to find that time so I can throw the sound effect in. I'm so tired, Steve. Oh, I'm exhausted. It's been a lot. This is the first morning I slept in in a while. It felt good. I slept until like... No, yesterday was. I got up early this morning because my girlfriend wanted bagels. So I went and got her bagels. Oh, nice. Where'd you yeah. get bagels? Across the street. I just went to Sobeys and just bought. Gotcha. They have like the in-house bakery thing. Yeah. I. One thing I miss about Toronto is the is there's a... Oh, what was the fucking... The grocery store me. There's a grocery store near me. I don't remember the name now. That had a, like a really great bakery. And I have yet to find a good bakery in Owen Sound. I'm sure there is one, but... Still if you're not. in Owen Sound and you're listening, get at Steve, at Stephen L. Crane on Twitter. Let him know which bakery to go to. If you're on, in Owen Sound, I, need, I want friends. So yeah. message me. <laughs> Let's just hang out in general because there's no... I keep trying to convince my friends to like move to my mom's basement. Be like, yo. I think I even told you to move to my mom's basement. Dude, Steve, if everything goes to shit out here, I'm there. I'm in a heartbeat. I'll put up a little TV next to your TV. We'll play Godfall together. I'll buy Godfall. Who cares? I'm unemployed. We'll just hang no, out and play games. Uh, uh, don't, don't, don't buy Godfall. Okay, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> <sighs> did we talk about anything on Discord in the past two weeks? I know we did. I just... Uh, yeah, Dragon head. Slumber and I had a nice little discussion about uh, Breath of the Wild last night because he just started playing it for the first time and so oh, he wow. had some thoughts and stuff. Four um, years, almost, yeah, four years to the month after it launched yeah yeah so we were talking about that um and he also he also like brought me up to speed on the sonic like kart racing game that apparently like goes to all the different like uh like sonic like there's a shinobi one or a sega franchises so there's like a shinobi one and dreams and all that stuff that's awesome and, um, i have it it was a ps plus game on vita so i went to like I went oh, to, and like, that's how you my, found out your Vita. Yeah, was I went to charge my Vita, and then I then I like tried to play it or turn it on this morning, and it's still not charging or whatever. it's just still Dude, not on. So like, that's Ooh. so sad. Are you gonna get another one? I don't know because I don't know. I, I okay. don't. I don't know. Okay, I'm focusing on the Sega Genesis, right? The the mm-hmm. Vita. I mean, I haven't played the Vita since I played Darkest Dungeon two uh, one, mm-hmm. which was I don't know a few months ago now. So I've I've only played the Vita a handful of times the last like year. So I feel like if it is done, then it's just done. If you see it and it's a good deal, you'd pick it up, but you're not going to go out of your way for it. Yeah, that's the thing. There's still like two hundred plus dollars. I'm like, uh. no, no, you don't need that. Yeah, I, I'd rather. I'm still looking for like a 32x and other stupid shit. So if I'm gonna, I only have so much money for stupid shit. So mm-hmm. if I'm gonna buy something stupid, it's gonna be Sega Genesis shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Just before we hopped on this call, Dragon Slumber was also talking about the minimum wage in the Politex channel, and that's absolutely what I'm going back to after this because they're wrong. <laughs> minimum wage in Canada should be like twenty five dollars. Alright, let's uh don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. What are you even playing, Steve? Um Angel ninety four and NBA Jam, Sega Genesis, which is awesome. He's on fire. <laughs> it's so good. NBA Jam has like little like 
full motion videos as well when you when you win it plays like a three second clip of like your player like dunking or something like in real life and then that's awesome it like blows my mind like because it's blown up on my my 37 inch tv or whatever Mm -hmm. and then not to mention it's on a fucking sega genesis cart so it looks like shit it's it's i laugh every time i see it um i've played tv the i've only played nba jam at an arcade on an arcade cabinet yeah that (laughs) nba jam is like awesome it's so good where, I, is I'm not, I'm Where is it, terrible. Steve? Why Where isn't is it back it? yet? They made a, EA made one on PS3 um, maybe like 10 years ago, and it was really, really good. Actually, sorry, it started as a Wii game, um, and they released it, and then they ported it to PS3 and Xbox uh, 360, mm-hmm. and it was really, really good. And I don't think they brought it back since. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think. I, maybe I think I feel like I saw a mobile game or something like that. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's go NBA Jam here. Let's because that just seems it. like the, everyone has nostalgia for it. Like it just seems like the perfect game to bring back. Yeah, NBA Jam was released in 2010 on Wii, PS3, Xbox 360, and had all the shit. And then NBA Jam on Fire Edition, mm-hmm. which is the one I think I played, had new AI, improved visuals, roster updates, and and stuff like that. And they haven't done anything since 2011, so it's been 10 years. So we should, yeah. EA, fuck you know that. Actually, not EA. EA, give it to a good studio, and then they make an NBA Jam three, or what would they be on four? Well, I think now the equivalent is um, NBA Playgrounds was was a game that's very similar. It's basically just NBA Jam, and Two K bought them out, and Hmm. so I think like there's NBA Playgrounds Two K, whatever fucking year they released it. Mm Um, so I think that's kind of like where they're getting it, but like the, the whole, like, it's all about like SIM now for basketball. Like there was NBA streets and stuff like that, like in PS2 era, like the kind that kind of basketball like game to, isn't really around anymore. Hmm. Which is kind of sick. I think there's a three on three, like free to play game. It's literally called three on three, but I don't know. Oh yeah. My, it was, it's a retro style too, right? Like pixel. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if it's like crazy NBA Jam style or if it's just like three on three kind of a sim cartoony stuff hmm. that I don't know. Like, I don't know if your player goes on fire. There's a Canadian uh, studio coming out with uh, a game called Hockey Heroes. I've been following them. They're Treewood Studios in Toronto. They uh, Are you familiar with NHL Hits, like the GameCube game? Yep. Yeah, yeah. They're going for that kind of vibe. It's not uh, wish listable yet, so it's in my short list. But as soon as it is, I th- you bet that'll I... be in there. What's it called? Hockey Heroes? It's called Hockey Heroes by Treewood Studios in Toronto. They've been we, we DM them a little bit and um yeah, I'm I'm interested in that game. I showed it to a couple of my friends who are big into hockey hits and they're like, Oh yeah, that's that's hockey hits. That's gonna be good. Oh when you start like when you start stuff, fighting yeah. a a boxing ring with with the 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 red ring around the edge like just lifts out oh, of the floor and you start that's fighting. Amazing. It. Yeah, it's really cool. That's sick. Wasn't so you played NBA Jam? Was NBA or no? Sorry, was NHL '94? Like that was the first one with the NHL license, right? Mm, that I don't know. It was just the first. It was just the one that we had. Okay. Um. So I'm. So I was driven to that because, like, I was looking. Like NHL, I think NHL '98 came to Sega Genesis, which is like, which is kind of crazy. Um. But I'm not going to get. It's not. I'm not going to get like NHL. 90, I think I had NHL '95 and '96, or my mm-hmm. friends did, but. 94 it's awesome there's a way you can score a goal like 30 percent of the time um of course there is of course Uh, there is. it's just like buggy and and stuff and the fighting is fun it's just like it's fun but but i've been playing more nba jam than nhl 94 nba jam actually kind of like holds up like it's still pretty legit i i played it last 
No, Christmas party two years ago in the, at a barcade. I played NBA <clears throat> Jam with someone, and it held up. Nice, nice. There's a. I don't know if this is on the Sega Genesis one, but on the arcade one, I forget the teams involved, but I think that the one of the developers was a Detroit Pistons fan. That's and amazing. Back in, and back in the day, the Detroit Pistons and Chicago Bulls had beef, and so basically, if you were if you were, uh, it was basically impossible for the Bulls to score within the last like twenty seconds against the Pistons if the game was close or something like that. Like he made it like unwinnable for two teams. I forget like the exact details of the story, Absurd. but I love how like because the game was made by like three people, so like Absurd. he just throws in the scope. Couldn't do that shit today. Be- I love that. <laughs> Um, and then I picked up Godfall, uh, mm-hmm. and it is despite the, the entire Discord server's recommendations against, because <laughs> no one played no because all those recommendations came from people who didn't play it. Yeah. So I like Fallout. You know, I love Fallout seventy six. I enjoyed Avengers, so I don't really, you know, I thought I would enjoy this a little bit more, but it's uh, it's not very good. It's it's basically grindy the game. Like mm. you're just grind everything, mm-hmm. and how like Avengers like has like three or four kind of action games tied into it. Cause like the character, like Iron Man controls different than Kamala and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The differences here are the weapons and it's not like, it's not, there's not really that much difference. So you like, it's really, really just like repetitive. Hmm. Um, and there's like a, I showed you the stats screen or whatever, the detailed stats. It's like just a fucking giant Excel sheet of numbers. I'm just like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, like, that, that's it, a no for me. I was like, just, I was like, I just trust this is all in the back end. Like, don't, you don't have to show this to me. I will do nothing <laughs> with this information. It's too much. Um, it's really pretty. It's really buggy. Um, it's, it's, uh, there's no matchmaking too, which is like, because the way to make this game funner is like just to have people in the world just doing crazy shit, right? That's why I liked about Avengers because there's like instruct- destructible environments and you just, just there's crazy nonsense happening around you, so it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But Godfall doesn't have matchmaking, so it's just like you're literally just playing by yourself in this world. They all look the same. I don't know. I already beat it. It's really short. I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna try to platinum it. Do we'll it. See. I'm gonna try. I also said I would platinum them, and then as soon as I saw it on my PS5, like I downloaded it, I was like. Nope. <laughs> I just deleted it. Um, and then the last thing I played, I just played like half hour last night, Rogue Star Rescue. Canadian this game. Came out, this came out of uh, Early Access uh, last month, I think. And it's like a twin six shooter, but then has some like tower defense mechanics in there too. Like you, you kind of get to the end of a level and then it's like a tower defense part. Mm. And, the, and then like previously in the levels when you're kind of grabbing your the stuff for the tower defense part, I think. Mm-hmm. and money and stuff and you level up and a little bit of a I don't I think it's a little bit of like rogue light like you're leveling up and all that so it's mm-hmm. pretty fun I want to play more but I just kind of like you know last night I was just like ah I would, maybe I'll play a little steam game here so I played that rogue star rescues it's good it's good shit it's good what about um, you um last night I played the first couple hours of maquette it's the latest game published by Annapurna who is kind of like blown up in recent years with like donut county and what remains of Edith Finch and other stuff. Oh, it's oh, it's from what he. Oh, that actually, I kind of want to download that. Then I loved what it, what remains of Edith Finch. So this has been interesting. There's been a bit of discourse on on Twitter this week, which I've actually kind of like gone back and forth on about like when the publishing label supersedes the developer because this is a debut game, 
and I was reading an interview with the developer and he was like, yeah, people were like replying to the tweets about the game. Like, Oh, I love Donut County and what means Edith Finch and sign our wild hearts. I'm like super excited for this. And he's like, this is my first game I've ever released. Like being compared because the publisher has such like, like star power now, like that might set expectations really high. Mm. And also then it becomes like, like when I talk to people who be like, Oh, Ape was a Devolver game. I love Devolver. I'm like, well, Devolver's the publisher. It was actually developed by a solo developer. Like, and so like the publisher becomes bigger than the actual person who made the game, which as someone who makes games, like I think the person who made the game with the assist of a publisher should be the one who, you know, gets the spotlight because you're the one working on the game. So it's been interesting. Like that conversation on Twitter was pretty interesting. And the developer specifically bringing up how, having a publisher even like said six like just like you said you're like and just like i said when i saw it, i'm like oh i love what remains of the finch i want to check this out it's kind of like a puzzle game where you play with perspective like super liminal but it's not in the immediate space in front of you there's like a tiny version of the level in the middle of the level that you can take items into and then if you drop them there they drop really big in the actual level around you does that make sense sounds fucking confusing it's confusing it's artsy (laughs) they have good music i think they have actual like licensed music which i really like more games should include music with lyrics i'm just gonna say it needs to be done fault 76 had a great radio uh i think later daters menu music with oh still the best music ever. so good steve it's more games because now it sticks out like when you hear when you're playing a game and like a a song with lyrics comes in you're like whoa awesome you know yeah uh, so maquette has good music and uh, it's on ps plus for ps5 for the month of march so yeah check it out and i guess two weeks ago at this point when lemon cake launched on steam i streamed it to a lovely audience uh who was helping me make and manage a bakery it's cute steve it's really good i'm it's super like i played a lot of big fish games like diner dash and mm-hmm. a lot of those like web games when i was a kid like tycoon games almost this feels like one of those games a little bit more polished and super cute you're making a bakery at the end of every day you take the money you made that day and buy upgrades or cosmetics and it's it's great lemon cake's great uh it's out now on steam i hope they bring it to other things and and do quite well it's by eloise game dev in montreal so canadian studio uh yeah i would absolutely go back and i think i i don't know i have a really short attention span so i think the grind in quotes like I wasn't getting the upgrades I wanted. It was like two or three days for something. I just wanted to buy like that night and see what it was the next day. But I think that won't be a problem for most people because most people don't approach games from the impatient millennial seven second video. Not millennial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have a short attention yeah. span. I got. You. I think lemon You're cake's impa- great. Impatient. I'm impatient, and and it's not lemon cake's fault. That's my fault. Lemon cake's great. <clears throat> uh, everyone should check it out. Nice. <sighs> I think that's it, Steve. That was That's all you played in two weeks? Dude, Sentience Wishlist on Steam. It's coming out. Dude, I logged like, I don't know, 200 bugs in the past two weeks and fixed you, a bunch. I mean, you recently, you had to delay. the Sentience got delayed, right? And then March, now, March so. 25th. Um, this is it. After that, I don't know. We probably ran out of money. I get laid off and coast on some EI for a bit, work on the site. I'm actually, honestly, Steve, it sounds, I don't know if that sounds bad, but like, <laughs> If I could just take a month off, just chill. That that sounds pretty sick. Yeah, man. I yeah. <laughs> appreciate the choir. If I can quit my job without another job lined up and move to a smaller city that I could afford not having a job. So it's true. I get it. I've been paying 
this year I've been paying into EI for 10 years. So I think I'm due for some of that. Yeah, I've never, I I applied to EI for the first time last week or whatever, mm-hmm. um, citing like anxiety and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, because basically the co- the direct quote from my doctor was, okay, you have minor depression and severe mm-hmm. anxiety. And mm-hmm. I was like, severe. yeah, that makes, <laughs> that makes sense. And um, so I applied for EI because mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I've, I've never applied for EI before and, and I did part of the reason was because of that. So we'll see if I, I don't know how it works because no one seems to know about EI. Cause even when I called my doctor and I told her, I was like, Hey, I need like a note from you to just say like, we've discussed my anxiety over the last like year and a bit. Mm-hmm. I quit my job, EI, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Oh, can you get EI? I was like, fuck if I know I'm about to find out. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll let <laughs> you know. Did, she didn't even know. Everyone's like, Oh, can you even get EI if you quit? And I guess it's like, there's a difference between quitting and like and getting you know, laid off. Health. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, and quitting oh, because of mental health and stuff like that. That would be like a disability thing. Yeah, yeah, like illness. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really know. I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll apply and whatever happens, happens. But like you, I've been playing, paying EI since fucking whatever, mm-hmm. 34. I've never been on it. And I've basically worked every single year since I was 15. Yeah, that's thousands of dollars. JT took yeah. out of your took out of your pocketbook. Well, put, I mean, it was uh, Harper Harper before for a while. Harper longer than JT. That's true. Honest. Yeah, I guess. Well, uh, do you pay EI if you're like a minor? Huh? I do assume. You pay e- yeah, I mean, I was. Well, I don't know if I was getting paid on the books or not for a little bit, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. so maybe it wasn't. But the Boston Pizza check definitely had an EI line on it. For oh, okay. rhubarb incorporated in Panama or something. It was so sketchy. Mm. Um, yeah, so that'll be me. Wishlist sentience. If it does really well, you know, we keep working. We can spin it up, get bought by Epic, and I'll retire. That'd be awesome. Uh, probably won't happen because games are hard and incredibly competitive and the market's oversaturated. And we didn't have enough time to get it to a place we really wanted it to be. So you just you got to hit publish. You just got to put it out. You just got to flip the switch sometimes. You got to ship it. You got to ship it. Flip the switch. Is there an actual switch? How do you mean? Like, you know, we say flip the switch. We do flip the switch. When you actually, like, when you actually have the game, because it's on Steam, like, it's Mm -hmm. technically a game on Steam, Mm -hmm. but it's not published, or it's not available for download. So what is, what is the thing that you do to, like, make it live for people to purchase or download like is on it do you steam, email you steam? submit a on steam you submit a build they like i think have like an algorithm run through it to make sure it's not like malware and then you can just like pulp make the store page live on switch you submit on everything else you submit for certification they do something they send so you it's, <coughs> it's your choice though like you submit it and then like then you you can then press it live so or whatever it's not mm-hmm. like steam will say like okay this is going live at 10 a.m blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah you can set whatever time you and then sometimes oh, yeah. it's a like for certain platforms it's whenever they update the store so for playstation it's like 11 every day pacific or something um and uh yeah as far as i know the only time in like store history that like steam's taken a couple of games off because china said so or something i don't know but playstation the only one they've taken off is cyberpunk, cyberpunk. like that's still developer. you can't buy it on the playstation store that's still not on the store i think yeah I, I yeah i went to my eb games my local eb games um the one i went to high school and stuff that's one of the dudes is still like working there he like awesome. he basically runs it i was talking to him that's so and cool. uh, behind him was just like fucking a hundred copies of cyberpunk the box oh. sticks out right because it's like yellow 
Oh. And I was like, I was like, oh, and there were PS4 copies or whatever. And I was like, oh, Ouch. how are those? He's like, no one, like this game is poison. Like no, everyone knows not to pick it up. Damn. But, but they have so many copies and they Damn. have so many like returned copies and stuff. Witcher 4 hype. <sighs> what was that? Episode 179? It's episode 179, Steve. We're going to hit 200 this year. That'll be big. Oh, that's nice. Um, Yeah. If you want to help us keep doing what we do, putting baby feed into the bottle is she on a bottle milk milk putting milk in the bottle you you, you know, stop formula after like a year which is great because formula is fucking expensive if you want to help steve with expensive baby products and me with groceries patreon.com <laughs> canadian game does <laughs> you can back us there get discord perks early access to the show uh at the highest tier we shout out your work like eric beers the bot book go check that out the botbook.com game slice looking for sponsors and at our credited patron tier or higher We'll put your name at the end of every episode like these lovely folks. Thank you so much. Aaron McLeod, Canuck Play David Winter, David Nagy, Eric Beer, Elizabeth Avery, Hanel, Gene Leggett, Jeff Shepstone, Jeffrey Canham, Graf Metal, Kai Hutchins, Nicholas A. Zorko. Shout out to Kai Hutchins. Saskatchewan, so Saskatchewan Game Devs is the oh, new yeah. handle. Big yeah, for them. they went from Regina to Saskatchewan, so that's sweet. Province-wide, baby. Uh, Nicholas A. Zorko, Nav from the Academy of Games, Pixelnauts underscore Alex, Sean Hayden, and Stacy. H. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, drop us a review. It's right down there. Just take your finger, scroll up, pull the page up a little bit, hit the little star, drop a written review, whatever you got. If you're not on Apple Podcasts and the podcast app you're using doesn't have a review <coughs> function, contact at CanadianGameDevs.com, at CanadianGameDevs on Twitter. We're on a bunch of different... I spent last night, like three hours last night, just printing us on like a bunch of different... Because I was like... People were printing us on uh, these RSS feeds because we mm-hmm. like find them or whatever. Yeah, they tag like, us on tweets. And yeah, stuff. and I was like, well, we might as well make it us so that we can look at the data. And I, I forget which one it was, but I looked at one, and it had like four or five reviews, and it's been on there for a while because one of the reviews mentions Brett and hmm. uh, and stuff like that, and like you can check out the analytics. And it was just like funny. I was like, who? I was like, did I do this? Like, I don't remember <laughs> doing this, but maybe I did. Maybe and, like did. people reviewed it and are listening to it and it was on a service that we didn't even know so now it's on like it's legit on like 20 different services like good I th- I fucking threw it everywhere so yeah jobs reviewed top in our discord hang out chat i'll tell you why you're wrong about the minimum wage <sighs> you can find us uh we're in the at candy game devs bio our twitters are there so you, if you want to follow us you can everyone either fault like whenever i get a follow i'm like who's this i'm like ah they follow candy game devs and me that makes sense mm-hmm. so yeah that's yeah, it. And then, and then they follow you and they see the stupid shit that you post and then they probably unfollow, right? Oh, absolutely. Instantly. I post so much stupid shit. Like, I've been I get, I get last Facebook tweet. notifications all the time that's just like, Steven posted a picture. And I'm like, well, I know. Why are, why are you getting notifications <laughs> from me? That's weird. I don't know. I, I get it for you and my friend Jake, who's also pretty um, political. Like, he'll post Good. a lot of stuff. And and I guess maybe because like I will review it. Because you have posted some good memes. Thank you. But now it's just like... Like, I know what Steven posted. Like, I, I could fucking tell you right now <laughs> what he most Whoa, likely Let me posted. see. What was the last thing I posted on Facebook? I thought it was that meme about... Uh, it was the... <laughs> Democrat. The bike, it's the guy biking with a stick. <laughs> and then he reaches down and sticks the stick in his wheel well. And on him is Democrats. And then he's falling over, holding his knees like damn progressives. Also, because I, I take issue with your Sonic one, basically. Because you did the memory. Yeah. Because Sonic, Sonic is... A capitalist. Sonic's not a capitalist. He's yes, he fighting. Is. He wants the money. He's anti. He's an anarchist. Sonic's Dude, an he, anarchist. He literally takes the money, hoards it himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give it to anyone else. No, he uses it for the cause. And fucking 
transforms into a golden version of himself. He's basically to destroy the machinery. Elon Musk is defeat Elon Musk the master is, with his all tools. All Elon Musk Steve. needs to do is put a golden statue of himself on the moon, mm. and he's Sonic. No, no, no. You <laughs> cannot defeat the master with his tools. Therefore, you must destroy the tools. Sonic's a luddite anarchist. You don't need to be uh, Golden Sonic though to defeat Robotnik though. But it helps, doesn't it? Help. Well, money. Well, yeah, because money helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he burns the money, f- fueling the cause, defeating the enemies. The last no, one just... I shared from the Onion was a uh, <laughs> Obama claims Hulu execs killed in drone strike represented direct threat to Netflix's interests. That's good. <laughs> That's really good. Anyways, if you want that sort of hard hitting political an- analyst, you can join the politics channel. But there is some good gaming discourse. There's the some good gaming too. discourse. <laughs> the Onion uh, two days ago, TikTok assures users worried about Myanmar genocide that they're aggressively <laughs> monetizing the situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good it. stuff anyway that's it for episode 179 and this episode of the KeneganEps.com podcast check us out discord twitter facebook blah, blah, blah. have a good week <laughs> bye <laughs>